You're listening to A Single Mom's Guide to a Badass Life. I'm your host, Cappy, a ganja mom to a sassy mini-me, a dental assistant by trade, and now turned hungry serial digital entrepreneur. I went from depressed, anxious, and having no direction in life to having confidence in myself and my ability to create time, location, and financial freedom. I'm ready to share my journey and resources with anybody who has the slightest desire to pursue their calling but are being held back by their limiting beliefs. Each week, I'll be sharing a thought or bringing in a guest speaker to give you not only motivation, but actual tips you'll need to make it happen. So let's dive in. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of A Single Mom's Guide to a Badass Life. So episode number two here was definitely unplanned. However, I wanted to come on and share this experience with you because it just completely solidifies what it is that I'm trying to do. So this episode, honestly, guys, is just a reminder for everyone to go pursue your calling because life in itself is not guaranteed. So what are you doing with your time? So um, many of you know that uh, I am a long time long term, long time, a long time writer. I've been writing since age 24. And I have gone through several motorcycles, starting off with a CBR125 was my first starter bike. Uh, Then I upgraded to a Suzuki LS650 Cruiser. Um, My boyfriend at the time, uh, like I mentioned when I told him I was going to buy a motorcycle and go live my life, he did... Um, attempt to accommodate me by also (laughs) learning to ride and his first bike that he started off with was a CBR 929 so naturally of course um, it became my bike for the summer as he lost he lost interest really quick he was definitely not a rider at heart so I got to use the 929 for the majority of summer in 2012 and it has been the most epic experience ever Uh, From there, I sold the cruiser and I upgraded to a GSXR 600 where I rode just for a few months and then that's when I got pregnant. Uh, Didn't ride, well, I stopped riding, I should say. (laughs) At about seven months pregnant was when I stopped riding and I sold the bike after my baby was about four months old. And... Just the whole time from when my baby was born until about now, that's when I was going through my personal development journey and I kind of told myself that um, getting back on a bike would be my reward. So in 2018, I moved back from Victoria to Nanaimo and I was finding it really difficult to commute with my minivan at the time. It was just costing me an arm and a leg in gas money. So that's when I decided to get back on my motorcycle. And of course, the first bike that I got back into post-baby was a Yamaha FZ6. Now, for those of you who knows bikes, those bikes are absolutely massive. (laughs) And I probably rode it around to commute for like a couple months. And I quickly realized after baby that like it was just not my thing anymore riding these big heavy powerful bikes around as fun as it is to be honest guys practicality wise (laughs) I do not need to be bombing down the highway going 300 kilometers an hour 
anymore. I'm actually very surprised and grateful of all the dumb shit that I've done in the past uh, as a female rider. And I've survived. I don't know how. Um, obviously, this past experience here, I've used up my my last life and um, super grateful, super humbled by the experience and just super excited to share with you guys. Um, so anyways, I sold that FC6 um, just this year here, this past when, when COVID hit, I basically sold it because I didn't know what was going to happen. And I just didn't want to be lugging around a big heavy bike anymore. So sold it and then decided that I was going to downsize to a smaller bike, um, just something more practical, you know. I, I definitely figured out that this year, 2020, I have decided to basically remove everything that's weighing me down which my FC6 was definitely doing so. It was great to ride once I got out on the highway, but in town and parking and going into parking lots and just getting over driveways and things like that was a complete chore for me. So I'm super glad. Anyways, I've been taking my, my time and I've been looking into motorcycles and I finally, finally um, wanted to, I decided to settle on a Ninja 300. You know, it still had, it still had the speed that I need. <laughs> Top speed is anywhere between 170 to 190, which is more than sufficient on the highway for myself. Um, it's a lot lighter. The seat height was low enough where I don't have to tiptoe, which is very rare on a sport bike. So, guys, it was just a no-brainer for me that the 300 was the perfect size for me and I absolutely refused to go any lower than a 300 because I was downsizing from a 600 so anyways I've been looking and looking and looking and finally I came across this ad on Facebook marketplace and he was selling it for a lot more than my budget but you know everything is negotiable <laughs> So I negotiated an extremely good deal, which was about $1,400 off the asking price. So it was a no-brainer for me to head into the mainland right away and check it out. And sure enough, I, I, I thought it was just going to be a trip, you know, where I checked it out. And it really wasn't what it was described as, you know. But I, I, I came there. Everything checked out. I checked everything guys to the best of my knowledge with uh no motorcycle mechanic beside me i checked for the tires everything looked like it was in mint condition there was no frame damage checked for cracks little dents here and there uh, checked for the overall appearance of the bike and just everything looked mint and so it was a no-brainer for me i i purchased it and everything went the whole day was really good i went to see my dad uh you know dropped off some tea for him got to say hi and then I went to eat dinner with my mom out in Richmond and we got to hung out for a bit and then and then I decided to um catch the Horseshoe Bay Ferry uh home because I had about like an hour hour and a bit to kill before the the ferry so I decided I decided to to go for a, a ride obviously I was excited to to ride my new bike home so I took the um I took the Horseshoe Bay ferry home and just passing East 41st and Rhodes Street off of East Vancouver 
I was on the left lane just passing the the East 41st and Rhodes intersection like I had mentioned and kind of glanced over to my left and saw this red car coming really fast on his left lane on the opposing traffic side. And I just had this split thought that, you know, he, like the car was going to enter my lane. And sure enough, like my thoughts haven't even finished. And next thing you know it, he was literally swerving in my lane. And guys, I swear to God, all I thought, like the only thoughts that was running through my head was head on collision. I seriously thought I was going to die. Everything for a split moment there, everything kind of went like slow motion and I'm pretty sure I froze in action. <laughs> um, all I remember was definitely the car making contact um, on my left side, not hitting the bike, it made contact with me. I'm pretty sure my left leg uh, where the calf area is, obviously something hit it and it must have hit the bike because that's where the damage on me occurred. And then because of the contact, the bike dropped over on the right-hand side and surprisingly with very, very minimal damage. However, the freaking driver damn near caused a head-on collision and just continued to speed off. And what surprised me the most, guys, was that I literally dropped in the middle of oncoming traffic and not a single fucking person stopped except for the person behind me to check if I was okay. <laughs> and honestly, I don't even think it, the, the actual near death experience shook me up as much as the fact that um, how emotionless humanity is um, especially during this time as well I'm still I'm still shocked like I'm not surprised I'm just I guess still shocked by that fact but anyways it is what it is I made it out alive bike made it out alive that's not going to stop me from riding um, I, I had plans to put on some glow rim lights I had some plans to put on some colorful lights where the fairings are and just kind of really make myself visible obviously didn't get to it in time um, guys, things things happen when they happen, uh, you know, so I guess like the point of me kind of sharing this is whatever it is that you are wanting to do, man, just just don't hold off. You never know. You never know what's going to happen. Um, today is not guaranteed. Tomorrow isn't either. <laughs> and I'm just so compelled to come on and share this because, guys, this is exactly um, the reason why I started this podcast is to inspire you guys to find your voice, to express your voice, and go out there and pursue whatever it is that your heart desires. Because can you honestly ask yourself if you had gotten into a near-death experience or a death experience? Say, say for example, I actually died during that head-on collision. Guys, I was split moments away from a head-on collision. I thought back and and said, you know what, if I had died at that very, very moment, am I happy with how I lived my life? And obviously, guys, there's a whole bunch of stuff that I still want to experience. There's a whole shit ton of stuff that I still want to buy and get and so many people I want to meet still. But to where I am right now in my life and 
everything I'm working towards. I can I can honestly say if I had died at that very moment, I have definitely lived my life to how I wanted it to. I have no regrets. I have pursued everything up to this point in my life that I wanted to. Um, without giving a freaking shit about what people think, you know, everybody kept telling me that like, oh, you went to dental assisting school. That's what you need to fucking do for the rest of your life. Sorry, but my, (laughs) my life goals are much bigger than just being stuck in an office slaving away, making, making average wage being in the dental field. And, you know, I pursued mechanical engineering and I didn't, I didn't complete it, but I, it called me at the time and I I took the action that was necessary in order to get me into mechanical engineering and I did it and I found out guys, it wasn't for me, but I would have never known that 100% unless I actually went for it. And then after mechanical engineering, uh, that's when I had my baby and that's when I had to settle down for a bit and go back to assisting. But after the baby... Uh, like I had shared in a previous episode, I set out on a whole bunch of different business ventures because I knew, I know there's so much more to life than to just pay your bills and die. (laughs) That just seems like such a boring life. And maybe that's the life for you. And I'm not judging you. I'm not shaming you. I'm just here to share my experience and my opinions and my wants and needs and perhaps inspire anybody that has the same that 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 same desire that I had but I the difference is I didn't know when I had those feelings guys of of wanting more and knowing that there was more out there I didn't know where to begin I didn't know where to start All I got was criticism. You should stick to dental assisting. You should stick to dental assisting. Why? I'm sorry, but I've seen dental assistants working in the field for over 30 years of their life, and they have retired guys making less than what I make now. Think about that. And when I look, when I look at those people who have retired in the field and found out that they are making less than what I currently make. You know, I I asked, I posed myself the question, like, Kathy, if you were to stick around in this profession for the next uh, 30 years, for example, would you be happy with making what it is that you are currently making? And the answer is an easy fuck no. I could barely keep up with my freaking bills, guys. And um, I know I have a lot more uh, expenses than the average person. Um, I hold life insurance, critical illness insurance, disability, and I'm so fucking thankful that I have all of those in place, guys, because had that been a actual death that had happened a couple of days ago. So um, today's the 15th of September when I'm recording this. Uh, The incident happened just two days ago on the 13th of September in Vancouver. Yeah, so I, if I had literally died that day, I feel 100% comfortable because I know my daughter is taken care of. I have put in everything, um, everything is put in place that if anything happens to me, not only will uh, she be taken care of, but there will be resources for her dad as well to continue taking care of her on a level where we, where we both want to see her. And, um, 
I just, I just don't worry guys, because I have the things in place that are necessary so that I don't have to worry. And so I can continue to live my life. But yeah, guys, like I, I, I think, and I'm like, no, that's just, I, I don't see myself in that field. I see myself being very unhappy. And that's when I knew I needed to make change. And I have continued to make the changes that are necessary to get me just one step closer at a time. Because guys, change is not going to happen overnight, especially if you have been in that mindset for the last 10, 20 years of your life. It's not going to be just like a light bulb that goes off and everything is going to switch. It's a conscious decision that you have to make. And then not only that, but it's like little actions that you take every single freaking day to build your mindset to the level where, where you want to continue to better yourself, where you want to continue to better your situation. And then I'm, I'm finally at a point right now where it's like, I know it's possible guys. (laughs) I've seen too many people outside of, um, you know, the regular employee world succeed too many people that have half the freaking talent of you and I that are making 200, 300, $500,000, some even $2.5 million. And I look at these people, I'm like, there's really nothing special (laughs) about you, you know? And I just kept thinking to myself, like, man, if these people can make it, like these people that I have seen walk the stage time and time and time again at my meetings. If these people can do it, why can't I? And now I'm here to pose the question to you as well. If all of these people with half the talent as you and I can make it in the non-employee world where they can make something for themselves, create financial um, freedom for themselves, create time freedom for themselves, Why can't you and I, why do we have to be stuck in an office trading our valuable time for X amount of money? And we all know (laughs) that in the employee world that to get a raise, it is absolutely, um, it is quite the frickin' process to ask for just a $2 raise. And I'm just, I'm just done with that, to be honest. I'm done with explaining, having to explain to my employers, I guess, like why, why I deserve the raise, why I should get a raise, why my job should be getting paid this amount of money and not what I'm being paid, you know, because we know that what is 100% true, that is that cost of living will continue to rise. Everything is going to continue to rise. But why is it that our wage continue to stay the same? And guys, I'm just done being on that program. I'm done. I'm done trying to pick battles and fight for something that is going that is that I have very very little control over. And that's why I decided to, you know, get out of that world and create something for myself. It's been a very challenging last few years, but I truly feel that these last few years of hardships, of challenges, of growth, of overcoming, it was absolutely necessary for me, part of my journey, and it has actually prepared me for this, this very moment here where I have decided to create this podcast and share my journey with everyone because 
<laughs> Let's be honest. If if my life was absolutely perfect, if I didn't go through any hardships and everything was just smooth sailing, no offense, but you wouldn't want to hear what I have to say. And worst case scenario, guys, I go back to dental assisting. I'm I'm confident at least one of my previous employers would be happy to know that um, that I'm ready to settle and go back to work for real. <laughs> but until then, I must try. So guys, my, my near-death experience has definitely made me feel more alive, if anything. Um, it, it has definitely inspired me even more to come on here to share my journey with you all and and keep pushing you guys to just do what it is that you want to do that whatever it is that is calling for you no matter how silly it is and I know that there's a lot of critics in your life but guys at the end of the day who is going to be the one that lives um lives the consequences is it you or is it the person that's criticizing you? Because remember, people are really, really fast to fucking talk. But they are really slow at taking accountability when anything happens. So you need to take full accountability for your life. Make that decision. Move forward with it. And then regardless of the results, because you may not get good results you know, the first few times you do something, or you might end up not liking it or completely trashing the whole idea, period. But guys, let me tell you, that is part of the process. It's the elimination process of, you know, going through the motions and finding out truly what it is that you don't like. Because if you don't go through it, how will you ever know? Just hearing somebody talk about it is honestly not enough. And especially for somebody like me who needs to, who, who needs to learn the hard way. <laughs> I need to experience it for myself to 100% know. And I'm at a point right now where I take 100% accountability and responsibilities for my actions. Therefore, I will never allow another human being to make any decisions for me because they are not going to be around for when the consequences are there. So guys, if this is a lesson to anybody you know, go pursue what calls you because we are not guaranteed life today. We are not guaranteed life tomorrow. Put in place what it is you need to put in place and go full fucking throttle on your dreams. No matter how silly it might seem to you right now, I promise you, the more and more you do it, the more confident you will become in yourself and the clearer, the more clear you know, your vision will be of what your life can be like. And guys, I know a lot of you are um, have a scarce mentality. We all, um, we have all been conditioned, you know, to worry, to ruminate about bad things, to, to constantly be in survival mode. But I'm fucking done. I'm done being in that stressed state of mind. I'm so done, guys, and this this near accident here, or this accident that I had just had, just reiterated everything for me. It's time to frickin' live and stop living in fear, because fear is what's going to 
to kill your potential. Fear is what's going to stop you from doing anything at all. And then the next thing you know it, 5, 10, 15, 20 years has gone by and you're still in the exact same position you are today as you were yesterday, as you were three years ago, as you were five years ago. So ask yourself the question, guys. If the next five years of your life is going to be the exact same as the last five years of your life, is that what you really want? And if the, um, if the answer is no, guys, I highly encourage, I highly encourage you to start doing something about it. And the first step you can do is having a conversation with yourself and your current situation, what you like about it, what you don't like about it, and what it is that you have control over. And stop worrying about the things that you do not have control over because that is just going to absolutely waste your time, your precious emotional energy, and your resources. So guys, I hope that through my experience, it has um, it has lit some sort of fire uh, underneath your butt to, to uh, you know, Take action on whatever it is that you wanted to do, whether it is that you wanted to freaking learn something new or just try something new. Just go for it, man. The only thing you're going to regret are the things that you didn't do. And thank you so much for tuning in. And Kathy version 2.0 will be back on episode three. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got any value or actual takeaways, please help me spread my message into this epic universe by leaving me a review, tagging me on your Facebook or Instagram posts. It's huge motivation for me seeing someone take action to improve their current situation. I will continue to show up as my best authentic self to these episodes because helping others is so important to me. I truly believe the only way we grow is by helping others grow. Thank you so much for your support and I'll see you on the next episode.